0: It is the 200 level episode 320, Mike Carpenter in the basement on this chilly Tuesday evening in Champaign-Urbana and watching something. What exactly? I'm not entirely sure, but Illinois is up by one, so there is that, and this isn't very pretty to be quite honest. Now, let's talk macro about this team. This is what they are, and, and what I mean by that is they are consistently inconsistent, and they're... They, listen, they got a 15-6 record. They're 6-4 and four in the Big Ten. If they win tonight, they're 7-4. and four. And frankly, it doesn't matter if they win by one or if they win by 20 as long as they just get this win. But it is a stark reminder of what this team looks like when things are not going well, and that is to say they don't look good. And we're sitting here in well, – we're about to turn the calendar to February – And we're kind of unsure about what this team is. And I think, frankly, that's kind of going to be the tale of the season. I don't think we're ever going to figure out this team. I don't think they're going to figure out themselves in any sort of way that's going to make us feel great going into the tournament. Now, the silver lining is this. You have reached as a program that level where you're going to make the tournament. And for that, as I've said many times on the show before, I'm grateful for that. Uh, But I, I really don't know if when it's bad it has to be this bad. And this team in this first half just played really stupid basketball. They are so in love with the three-pointer. And Nebraska, kudos to them. They're they're saying, fine, just just shoot him. They switched to a zone. And maybe we adjust to that, maybe we don't. It worked okay in the Syracuse game. And as Trevor and Isaac and I were texting back and forth, I think you were up two at halftime of the Syracuse game before you ran them out of the gym. The same thing could happen here. I mean, Minnesota, a couple weeks ago, you were up three at halftime, and then you ran them out of the gym. The difference, though, with that Minnesota game in this one is in that first half against Minnesota, you played Brandon Lee for significant minutes, and some guys were out for foul trouble. In this case, uh, everyone was there. Everyone was available, uh, but no one played particularly well, and while Terrence Shannon's your leading score at nine, I think he's playing just really bad basketball right now. I mean, he's kind of a mess, and I, I don't know why. He was really bad up at Madison, and while he did get nine points in the first half here, he had a, a fast-break opportunity where he just straight-up lost the ball. And he had a defensive miscue, which you kind of blamed on Coleman Hawkins. But then And then he got Coleman Hawkins. I, I know they say, whoever they are, that he does the little things. And my God, I'm, I'm trying to key in on those little things and watch him away from the ball, but for a guy that you need a little bit more from – you're just getting the same Coleman Hawkins that you got this point last season, it feels like. I mean, what improvement has there really been? Maybe I'm maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. Maybe I don't know basketball at all, but eventually the eye test is telling me that something is amiss. Now, they are showing something interesting that Underwood just came out with seven or eight minutes to go in uh, the halftime period, and he was just alone on the bench, and they're talking about it now. Uh, Bardo and Dave Revson are on the call, And I don't know what that may be about. I'm guessing he probably chewed him out a little bit and said, all right, I'm done. And as I've said before, the frustration with this particular season is that it is, I think, his weakest coaching job. But I don't think it's for lack of effort. I think it's that he just doesn't know what buttons to push, and he's probably just kind of fed up. You can take that either way. You can blame it on him. You can blame it on the players. I think right now it's just kind of this discombobulated thing that kudos to the team. They've won six out of seven. And they're looking pretty good for the most part, but that first half they didn't. So I'm hoping for the second half as we're underway. Here we go if you're timing it up. 19.55 to go. 38-37 Illinois lead Nebraska with the ball first, and we'll see how this half goes. I'm going to try to remain calm. Uh, Is it Greisel or Greisel? Whichever. He's had a good game for Nebraska. Long three for Wilcher or somebody on Nebraska. I don't really know their names. No good in Illinois with the ball. 19.40 to go. Jaden Epps attacking the rim. A floater up and off the backboard. That was not an easy shot, but he makes it. 40-37. I don't want to see a three-pointer in this first four-minute stretch. Except for one guy, Matthew Meyer, can shoot a three because he's just on some kind of heater right now. And this is a take from Nebraska. They're going to kick it back out and out of bounds, Nebraska, gonna Nebraska, which you need to take advantage of. I'll hit up the sponsors in a bit. Um, Good evening to the ten of you uh, that have joined early on in this podcast. I know it's kind of an early start and not the most exciting matchup per se, but thank you guys for joining me. I'll show you the t-shirts in a bit. We got merch. Matthew Meyer with the ball. One dribble over to Coleman. We're we're kind of packed over on the left side of the perimeter here. Jaden back up to Coleman, over to Matthew, working their way right around the perimeter, just passing along the perimeter. And we're back to -to man-to-man here for Nebraska. So 20 seconds have elapsed on the shot clock, and Illinois' offense has not yet passed inside the perimeter. Matthew Meyer, three is up and no good, and that is the possession. Again, he could shoot the threes. I don't think it looked that bad coming off, but it was short and just nothing you had to resort 25 seconds in the shot clock to a Matthew Meyer three Nebraska ball Illinois four for 18 from three by the way and yet they insist on shooting it Jaden Epps had an air ball earlier some bad shots Terrence Shannon showing frustration I'm a little fed up with Terrence right now I'm a little fed up just do something do something defensively please Um, He can shake his – you see, in this this kind of stuff, oh, boy. Maybe it's the teacher in me, but (laughs) it's – yeah, it's frustrating as Nebraska just haphazardly turns the ball over again. Guys, you're playing a bunch of scrubs. I think it's okay to call them that. I will not ever hate Nebraska because without them, we don't win the Big Ten last year. I can't hate Fred Hoiberg after that. Why would I? But they stink. So here we go. 1830 to go. Two turnovers in this half already, Illinois – one out of two on their offensive possessions. A floater from Jaden Epps, and then a missed three from Meyer. Here's Terrence Shannon over to Coleman Hawkins over to Jaden, and they're looking for a three again, guys. They have not even passed it into Dane Danger. Not not even trying. Terrence with a fadeaway, and what he travels. What the hell is going on with him? At this point, send a message and put sincere in the game. I'm sorry, but the, the these fifth year guys, and Matthew Meyer, by the way, is not one of them anymore. Okay, so I'll say the fifth-year guy, Terrence Shannon, the last few games. But there he goes, a steal. He's looking alive. Is he going to finish the layup? He does. Thank you, Terrence. And I'll take that. If he, if he uses that frustration to, to actually force the issue, and he's got 11 on 4 of 10 shooting, but there's just been these boneheaded plays that why? A little pressure defense, easy break for Nebraska, but they miss the layup. They stink, There might be hope for Illinois yet. Coleman Hawkins on the little pass. It's going to be open to Jaden. Jaden's going to take it in the lane. The floater's no good, but he gets his own board. He gets blocked, and I don't think Dane has touched it. Similar to the second half against Wisconsin, I don't think Dane has had his hands on the ball. Derek Walker going inside. We get a travel going back to Illinois. That is three or four turnovers on Nebraska in this half. Uh, Hey, don't want to get too... Far into it. Uh, good evening, Terry, Ryan, Big Tota, some of the folks there in the feed. And I'll get to some of your comments here. So just keep keep them coming in. And is my frustration unwarranted? I don't know. I need to understand that this team is going to do this sometimes. Matthew Meyer in open three is up and no good. Not. I mean, that was not a bad look. Oh, my God, a double dribble from Nebraska. They have turned the ball over four times already unbelievable make a run five i'm sorry so it's 17 10 to go and just an ugly game one of those that you just don't really remember at the end of the season hopefully as long as you win coleman nice drive to the rim he gets the foul and he'll go shoot two um just weird weird game (laughs) Terry says, Alan, El- I need to seize this game, and they absolutely do, Terry. Uh, by the way, um, we had a lot of fun Saturday. Brian Hansen joined me, and he was great. You know, great feedback from the YouTube feed uh, viewers and also from people that listen to the podcast. Brian was fantastic. So he will be back on Saturday as we do the second half of the Illinois Iowa game, a big game. I like this team better on the road. They just seem to... There's an urgency that you must play with on the road that seems to benefit them. As Coleman makes both free throws, and it's a seven-point lead, it's time to just put your foot on their throats. Guys, they stink. Nebraska stinks. Here comes Tominaga. Oh, God. Now, Jaden gets his hand in there. Nice defense off the ball from Jaden. And this is Greisel. Or is it Greisel? Not sure. We're going to get a kind of cheap foul called on Illinois. Not a big deal. It's going to be their third of the half, though. Terrence... Just really uh, visible frustration from him. And again, if you channel that in a positive way, that's fine. But uh, I don't know. If you slap the guy as he was going around, it's a foul. They'll, they'll call touch fouls. I don't know. Um, you know, the season's going on, and and Brian and I talked about this a little bit on the podcast. And I know we talked about it in the first half when we weren't recording. That's the third foul on Terrence. I don't think that's actually that big of a deal the way this game is going. 44-37, uh, to 37, Nebraska on the take here. This is going to be an easy two for Walker, five-point game. But we talked about how this team, it's been difficult to kind of latch on to much. The emotional connection isn't quite there. I think that goes without saying when you have a bunch of new faces. But early this season, man, I was ready. As you guys know, in some of these early non-conference matchups, I was convinced that this thing was going to be special, and Matthew Meyer, the three, is up and no good, but he does get fouled. Cool. So that'll be three shots for him. But it has been difficult, right? And I don't know if there's enough time for us to fall in love with them. Uh, and I've very strictly changed my focus to one thing, making the second weekend of the tournament, which was kind of the focus coming into the season. But the other possible milestones or banners that this team would raise, I don't know how attainable those things are. Big Ten Championship, that's Purdue's, and that's okay. Big Ten Tournament, I don't know. I mean, do you really want it? It, it, This team doesn't strike me as one that'll rattle off three straight in Chicago. So that means, can you play well for two games to make the second weekend? And we know they can. UCLA is a top five team in the country. Texas is still top ten, I believe, in the AP and certainly in Ken Palm. So you know that they're capable of it, but it's just a question of will they. And what's so weird about that first half was it wasn't like Illinois offensively was that bad. You know, 38 points is okay, but they gave up 37 points to a middling Nebraska team. Back to a seven point lead here with 16 20 to go. But that's the problem. And it's the same thing I told my niece when we went to the Indiana game. I said, it's not so bad that you only scored 73 points or whatever. It's that you gave up like 86 or whatever the final score was, that it was the defense. And that is an effort thing with this team because they are just superior athletically and talent-wise to this Nebraska team. RJ misses the three about as badly as one could miss a three, though he did have a nice take earlier, so I want to see him continue to be aggressive to the rim. And this is going to be a hip-check foul on Matthew Meyer. I thought it was kind of soft, but they get him for Illinois' fourth foul. But the messiness kind of continues, and yet you're up seven, so I guess it could be worse. All right. Uh, Big Tota, if you want to, you don't have Twitter, uh, let me send you a message. I'll give you an email because I do have some extra shirts, okay? Uh, speaking of shirts, here they are, YouTube feed. Well, look at that. High quality. Ah, sorry. This is great podcasting, I know. High quality t shirt with the new logo. Look at that. Uh, my good friend Mike Alves from ANA Graphics who's done my band t-shirts and all that he did that's so a big total let me send you a message with my email cool um and then we can get you set up on that pin message can i send you one ah heck i'll just give you that uh big Tota. here it is coming in the chat feed for you but yes we do have a few extra t-shirts so if you are a twitter user you can shoot me a dm and i will get back to you because i do have some extras and i can make sure to get that to you but there you go bobo or yeah big Tota. sorry bobo uh, says Melendez, five for the last thirty-nine from three. That is some kind of. <laughs> That's bad. Now, before I get too far ahead of myself, got to remind you the two hundred levels brought to you by DP Dough, online at dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. dpdough.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana, so you can get a late night calzone, which was customary for when we were in college. By the way, I'm back in grad school, so maybe I need to get back into my DP late night habits that we had in undergrad. And they also deliver for, what, business lunches at your home address, and it's piping hot. Their delivery drivers get to your door super quick. So that is DPdo.com Also, we have Dogtown Heating Air and Plumbing, your home's best friend. These guys are going to be coming in a couple months to check out our AC. I know that sounds a little bit ludicrous when it's 15 degrees outside, but they will be back at some point. And also, another cool thing that they have at Dogtown Heating Air are these tankless water heaters, which... Will help out your electric bill and gas bill for sure, and people rave about these. Karen and I unfortunately don't have one. Now I'm kind of regretting the fact that when we moved in, we got a nice regular water heater because the tankless ones are sick, and they have great prices and service. From Dogtown Heating Air and Plumbing, your home's best friend at 217-841-4728. And State Farm agent Brian Hanson, online at BrianIsMyGuy.com. Life, Auto, Home, Business Renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well. And Brian will be back on Saturday helping me out for the Illinois Iowa game. Rave reviews, deserved rave reviews for his performance on Saturday. He was a professional, man. And, you know, we, we watched the first half together, and the second half was essentially a continuation of that. Didn't record it for the first half, but we just talked. And he hey, he came prepared. He had stats and all that stuff. He's, he's the goods. And we're going to have him back on Saturday and whenever he's available for these because that was really cool. Isaac and Trevor, they're still in the loop. We love those guys. But Isaac is a DIA employee. So he's got that kind of exclusivity thing over there. Understandably, can't really have a DIA employee coming on and, and saying what you might want to about college athletes. Understandable. Five-point game now with 15.37 to go. And Trevor working, of course, for field of 68. And Jeff Goodman, he's got a great gig over there. But we can get uh, Trevor on at some point to do a sort of state of the program thing. You know, I got a few days off coming up, including President's Day, so maybe we do that. RJ in the corner. He's attacking, which I like. Jaden Epps now over to Matthew Meyer. Matthew Meyer attacking the rim over to Dane. Dane in the lane. That rhymed. Five seconds on the shot clock. Jaden's just going to have to launch one up, unfortunately. He's going to take it to the rim. And wow, that's much better than what I thought was going to be just chucking up a three. Jaden, love when he attacks the rim. He's got a soft touch off the backboard. Seven-point game. Hey, I like this. Uh, TJ says the next 39 threes for Melendez will likely be shot by Luke Goody. And that is a huge addition coming up soon, hopefully sooner rather than later. All right, 48-41, to we just get the fourth foul called on Illinois. So that was four. I thought it was earlier. That's on tie. Away from the ball, or I should say not a shooting foul, so Nebraska will get it from under the basket with 14.55 to go. As Bobo says, Epps so good at driving the basket. You know, for a guy that you could say is undersized, certainly height-wise, yeah, he's very good at it. He did get blocked once earlier today trying to put back a miss of his, but for the most part, he has a really good knack for avoiding getting blocked. Now, Illinois there defensively does a great job of the lane. This is going to be Ty Rogers. He draws the foul on Nebraska. Love the aggressiveness. And he was looking to kick it back out because he was kind of a no man's land underneath the basket. Ty seems to be getting more comfortable. I love his game. Um, He doesn't drive me up a wall. Here's why. He makes mistakes, but I can chalk it up to a freshman, right? Uh, I'm sure if he played 30 minutes like Coleman, he'd make a lot more mistakes than Coleman. But that's just the difference. It's the new toy, some of these older toys. It's The sheen is wearing off when they're just kind of making so many mistakes. Now, six turnovers in the half for Nebraska. A long three from Jaden is no good, but look at Ty Rogers' sky for the board. He's had a few of those this year, and they look impressive every time. But another three miss, and this is Matthew Meyer for three, and that's no good, and it's uh, just another possession with two threes. Why? Why? You aren't making them. If you would have taken half of these threes, they're going to call charge. Great job by RJ, who's starting to tighten up on defense. If half of these three-point attempts would be two-point attempts, you'd be up by 15 right now. So this, you know what I chalk it up to? Freaking laziness. I chalk this up to laziness. Because it's easy to shoot a three. Anybody can shoot a three. Nebraska is letting you shoot the three. But I'm sorry, against this Nebraska de- defense, a porous defense, you should be able to get to the rim if you try just a little bit harder. Now, all I care about is that they win the game and up seven. You feel okay about that, but you know, save your better game for Iowa, no doubt. But you, you should just take control of this stupid thing. Here's Coleman looking for Dane. Entry feed is a bad pass. Again, I, I, I don't know what Coleman does sometimes. I'm just confused about that. Terry says it's such a frustrating team, and Terry, it is. And I, I shrug here, and I, I I try to laugh. It's hard because you know each and every basketball season you get thirty games, and on one hand that's a lot, and on the other hand it's not that many. We got another charge here. Nebraska has literally turned the ball over seven or eight times, and you're only up seven. Why? Because you're playing moronic offensive basketball. And I like this. Okay, Ryan says that Bardo is calling out Hawkins and Terrence for being pissy with their teammates. And I think that uh, is a fair, valid criticism. I see Coleman raise his arms like, what? At teammates or at the refs, more than I see him say my bad. And frankly, I don't even need a player to say my bad. I don't need that acknowledgement. Just move on to the next play. But these histrionics are maddening. Just I don't understand. How have how has he improved the way that you should, right? Now, RJ gets blocked here. How has he improved the way that a future NBA pick, or so we're told, should? How has he been the team leader this year? Haven't seen it. So I'm just left here wondering, what, what do we really have with Coleman Hawkins other than the occasional, wow, I see why everyone's so in love with him? As Jaden Epps just makes a completely dumbass pass. Right to Tomanaga, who's going to stop and pop for three, and it's good. Nebraska stinks, and we can't get out of our own way because we have a bunch of morons playing on the, t- the court right now, which I know is a little bit mean to say, but let me rephrase. They're playing moronic basketball, and that's what's frustrating. I don't think they're actually morons, as Jaden F. just loses the freaking ball. But God dang, they play like it sometimes, and it just is, you know, it shouldn't be infuriating. You only have four, as Terry says, Tomanaga, who, you know, he was going to stop and pop, and Jaden Epps is 15 feet away from the frickin' basket and doesn't get up and put a hand in his face. Now, as a freshman, I can excuse that a little bit. But Jesus Christ. All right, I got to (laughs) chill. I mean, okay, you got an Illinois team that can't get out of their own way. Why get that angry about it? Wolter for three, it's up, and it's good. It's a one-point game. There you go. I mean, oh, my God. Six-nothing scoring run. They've turned the ball over eight times in this half, and you've done nothing to increase the lead. That's a sad state of affairs. And maybe you win, as Matthew Meyer just throws it to nowhere, and Nebraska's going to take the lead here. Uh, No, well, maybe they won't because they missed two layups, but here's a three from Tominaga. Three's better than two. They take a two-point lead and a timeout for this piss-ass Illinois team that just, you know, why... They don't give you a lot of reasons to root for them. sometimes. They don't. Ugh. Ryan says, let's not ride the roller coaster too much here. And, and, and to that point, Ryan, if they win, it doesn't matter. The, there are games during a season where you just kind of quickly forget them because they aren't worth remembering. Well, I, but I think the frustration with this is you were not gifted, but you were given a scheduling advantage here by getting Nebraska twice. You beat them soundly on the road in an impressive road win. Even though it was only Nebraska, it was impressive. And you have an opportunity to go 7-4 and four in the Big Ten to solidify your top four kind of standing and also to avoid the bad loss. Because as of now, the worst loss this team has would be, I guess, at Northwestern, but they're on track to be a tournament team. Second in the Big Ten. That might not turn out to be the awful loss that you thought. Missouri, that's not far behind. The margins don't help that either. Maryland, nah, you know, they're they're probably going to sneak in the tournament, I think. I, I don't know. You don't have a bad loss yet. So this would be the one. And this is bad enough loss because you're you're just kind of ah, struggling your way through the season after those first four weeks. This would be a bad enough loss that knocks you down a seed or two. And 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 now you're talking in the 8-9 range instead of a 6 or 7. So Let's not ride the roller coaster too much. Yes, in theory, that is the way to do it and and probably the smart way to do it for a 36-year-old that has a podcast. But, uh, yeah, it it would just be – well, this would be an awful loss, and and I don't want to get in the conversation of, you know, worst losses of the Underwood era because I thought the Missouri game was that back in December – uh, and we've seen some other disappointments, but to lose at home to Nebraska with this talent level, the discrepancy of talent between you and them, and there is quite a considerable divide. Um, I I just am very disappointed in these veterans. I And I don't know half of them. I don't know Terrence Shannon Jr. It's just one year that he's going to be here. Are we going to remember Terrence Shannon Jr. that much? Well, you're going to have to do something in the tournament for that to be the case. Matthew Meyer playing better, but I don't know. is not really endearing himself, is he? I <laughs> mean. Great shooter, but again, some bonehead stuff for a guy that I don't think is probably a bonehead. And uh, Coleman, which Coleman is the great enigma and always will be. And I think eventually it's like we we were somewhat spoiled. Well, not somewhat. We were spoiled the last three years with some really likable guys that were winners. And that's kind of a, I don't know, cliche thing to throw around. But they were winners. I mean, Trent was a winner. DeMonte was a winner. Kofi was a winner, even though he made a really silly decision, and now he's in on the worst Japanese professional team in the most middling Japanese basketball league. Io was a winner, and now we're with the team that I don't know what their mentality is. We still are allergic to getting the ball into Dame Danger, and he's just getting covered by Derek Walker, who's not a bad player, pretty good, actually. We got a three from Terrence Shannon, who completely misses it. This team doesn't want to do the extra things to win this game. And unfortunately, the way Nebraska's feeling, you might not. So we got 11.27 to go. Wilcher with the ball. Here's Tominaga. He's going to launch one up here. It looks like he is. He goes around Matthew Meyer. He's in the lane. Up and good. Oh, no, he missed it. Oh, my God. That floater looked in, but he missed it right. Bounces off the rim. This going to be Matthew Meyer who wants a three. No, no. They keep shooting threes. If your underwood pulled their ass out, do some coaching. As in, here's the strategy. Here's what we're going to do. If you don't do that, your ass sits on the bench. I mean, they're your players. It's almost February. I'm pissed at all of them right now. Because this is just stupid basketball. Now, Huffing and Puffing didn't work for Underwood earlier. He hasn't done that in a while. They won six out of seven. You were four for 23 from three, says TJ. Four for 23. Lazy-ass basketball. Lazy. That's pathetic. I mean, that's just, oh, Why even, yeah. Why get worked up? That's the better question. God. 36-year-old refusing to learn how to stay calm. I don't know. I'm not trying. I'm really not trying to just rant and rave for the sake of ranting and raving. But Nebraska stinks. Figure it out. Team's exhausting, guys. They're exhausting. They aren't that much fun. And you're right, Terry. Nebraska wants it more tonight. And I could understand that anyways, right? But it's not even so much a question sometimes of wanting it. If you're a team like Illinois that's on a pretty good streak here, six out of seven, you're winning road games. You're, you're beating even a quality team like a Michigan State. Now, I know it's not been the toughest schedule, but you've beaten some okay teams, certainly better than Nebraska. Then it comes down to just take care of business. That's it. You don't need to want it more. You just need to say, okay, this is what we're going to do to win the damn game. This is one of those rare games where I'm going to say, you know what, it's not even so much guys. You need to have the will to get it. No, you just need to have the gumption to say, we're going to win. But you have... These veterans, mind you, continuing to chuck up 25-foot threes when they're 4-foot-23 on the night. If you're Underwood, you say, your ass doesn't shoot another three, you get it into Dane. But instead, we're seeing the same thing now nine minutes into this half. So take control of your team. And if that means that there's a lineup out there of Ty Rogers, Sincere Harris, Jaden Epps, Dane Danger, and you name RJ, so freaking be it. Because Coleman and Terrence and Matthew aren't helping you out. Your veterans suck right now. They're playing like losers. Here's my Billy, in honor of Billy Packer, who once said that Frank was playing like a dog, they're playing like a bunch of freaking losers right now. You know? And it's, and and as a fan, it's frustrating because it feels like you're just passing through, right? These guys, these transfers, they're just passing through. And, and it's like, well, what, what are you going to leave here? Like, is there any legacy that we're talking about? Which really sports ultimately is, as you build fandom, you think back to certain years and certain players. And I'm thinking, how are we going to look back on this season? And time will tell. But in a moment like this, I'm reminded of all the frustrations of this team that they don't give you a whole lot to really latch on to. They don't. Ugh, man. 50 to 48. 11 minutes to go. If they shoot another three, I might end the podcast early. I don't know. This is sincere Harris running point to Terrence. Terrence is looking for something. There, this, there's nothing going here, but there is Dane. They might double him up. Wulcher. oh my God, that's a long cross-court pass over to Coleman, who airballs the three miserably. We look awful. Oh, Jesus. There's still 10 minutes and 35 seconds to go. Here's Wilcher driving left. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <sighs> Greisel, Greisel, whichever. He's driving on Coleman. Coleman doesn't keep him in front of him. If the shot is up. It's no good. Dane with the board. The only time he's touched it this half, maybe. This is Terrence Shannon going baseline. Up and in. Forcing the issue. Good. 50 to 50. Tied up. God, man. Whatever to light a fire under these guys. I would love to look foolish for that little rant. I want to look foolish for that. As now we get, uh, let's see, Sincere on the break here. Nice, a dunk. A little back and forth here from Sincere to Terrence Shannon. 9.52 to go. Ugh. Hey, Alana Brickroll. Good evening, wish were better circumstances. If they win, it's it's that fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay here we go two point lead for Illinois 935 to go here's Greisel who drives it past Coleman but no good so uh Coleman recovers defensively and kind of a awkward looking layup now we got a little two-man game Coleman and Sincere Coleman left side of the perimeter driving in the lane back to Sincere over to Coleman they're going to reset now with 15 on the shot clock and now it's Sincere with 12 on the shot clock 35 feet away from the basket Terrence to Matthew Meyer, who I bet he's going to shoot a three. No good. What? Do, what do you know? <laughs> no one should shoot threes anymore. They refuse to go to the basket unless it is a transition layup. They refuse. God dang! It's like it, it the mm, the vitriol that this elicits in me is like Jesus. And we got, what, a foul on Sincere Harris, so that will be the six on Illinois with 8.45 to go. <sighs> you know, Ryan, to think of something positive, you said uh, <laughs> Terrence is under the basket layup. It was a high-level shot, and he, made, he did make it look simple. Yeah, he's got the talent, and he's got the most points on the team tonight. That That is true. But what a piss-poor effort. I mean, they can get the win tonight, and all, hey, that's all, that is all that matters with Iowa coming up on Saturday. As Grisel misses it, somehow, someway, that doesn't go in. Illinois with a break, and they better take advantage, and I swear to God, if they shoot another three. I don't know if I'll laugh or cry. But Coleman gets fouled. Whew. Again, he was, I don't, he was in no man's land, but that's beside the point. It's like there's a disconnect between what Coleman wants to do, right? He thinks, I want to do this. And it's like his body doesn't respond. Hard to explain. Sometimes he looks so fluid, and half the time he looks completely disjointed. It is a one in one opportunity for Coleman, who I think is four for four from the line, and these would be big. We got a lineup right now of Coleman, Ty, Terrence, Jaden, and there's one more guy in there. Derek Walker with his fourth foul, so that's big. That means Nebraska's going small, so apparently we're going small too. since Sincere Harris is in there for Illinois as well. Free throw, no good for Oh, my God. Bounced all the way up and down. So that one is good. 53 to 50. Bobo says "Over oh, for 9 from 3 in the second half. They just refuse to stop taking the threes. And if I hear under, this is what's going to piss me off about Underwood. And he does this sometimes. This sort of deflection, or he pretends like the fans are a bunch of idiots with what he says. He did this after the Indiana game when he was like, well, why didn't you double Terrence Shannon, or sorry, uh, Trace Jackson Davis? And he said, well, we did, but you know, it was just one time, it didn't work out so well. It, but it, what do you think, we're idiots? Come on. Sometimes it is a simple game, and he's really good at making adjustments for the next game, right? But sometimes within a game, it seems like he's not all that adept at making an in-game adjustment. At least the ones sometimes that are most visible to a, a layman fan like myself. Here's Tominaga, tries to get Sincere on the jump. He does not. Good job here by Terrence Shannon, getting the steal. Illinois on a three-on-two break. And Sincere gets the layup, a six-point lead for Illinois, and a timeout for Nebraska. Finally, some signs of life. Oh, my God. I hope you guys can just laugh at this. I hope you can. All right. Real quick, DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. That's dpdoe.com. Real quick, uh, here's the t-shirt again. I do have some extras, so if you're in the YouTube feed and you're interested, let me know. And if you are listening, I got some extra t-shirts. You can DM me on Twitter at fanboycarp or at the 200 level, and I'll get you guys hooked up with one. It's, uh, 25 bucks, shipping included, two stickers included, got the stickers I think you might be able to even see one on the pod but yeah I'm going to ship these out on Thursday or Friday yeah so Terry says I feel your pain Carp same here and yeah I, I how good is this team I don't know it's the eternal question it's I think they're pretty good with the capability of just sucking and in this college basketball landscape that might be most most teams might be in the same exact position that we are, or most fan bases, I should say, where they're pulling their hair out about their team and they just can't figure out what is their deal. But it just certainly seems like we take it to the extreme. Lana Brickwell, excited for the stickers. These are perfect for like coolers, laptops. They're the vinyl stickers, so they're, they're good on anything. And I think they can withstand water, too. So I, I got one on my uh, Yeti. My tailgate Yeti, which by the way, uh, in April, I'll try to coordinate a 200 level tailgate. We got a big fan, a big flag coming as well, so it'll be easier to spot us. We're we're trying to merch this whole thing. We got the rebrand. We're going big. We got the flag. We got the stickers. We got the T-shirt. All right, and Justin, yeah, you'll be getting your stickers as well. This is from Greg. Why does this team always start slow and continue to go through four minute stretches of no baskets? I don't know, Greg, because they have way too many guys that can get to the rim. And sometimes they just seem allergic to doing that. I I don't know. I don't get it. And when they do, good things tend to happen. But they get too damn lazy and want to shoot threes. And when I say they, there's a few particular individuals that get a little lazy. I'm still figuring out what the hell Coleman Hawkins does. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. God, and if that sounds like cruel or mean, I'm I'm sorry, but sometimes he, he's just there. He's just there. And and just dribbling, running. We used to have this joke about Jacob Grandison. We called him Jacob Standison early on before we figured out his role. Because he was either standing or he was running. Now Coleman's better than that as far as, yeah, he is doing some little things. He's pretty good at assists sometimes and rebounds, but turns the ball over way too much, and then a lot of times it's just pump-faking to nowhere. I just I just want these guys to take a step. The success of this team was contingent on the returning guys taking a step, and that includes Coleman. That includes RJ, and RJ's just been atrocious offensively. As Grysel scores on Coleman, But they aren't taking a step. Greisel has 17, or Greisel, whoever. 17, 6, and 2. So, without that, I mean, maybe it's kind of unfair of me to go after Terrence Shannon or Matthew Meyer, because they're kind of doing what you would hope the the guys would do. They're transferred in. But it's these returning guys. Jaden will go to the line for 2. Nice take by him. Almost went in for an and 1. And a chance to go back up 5 or 6 here, but It's R.J. I mean, Luke Goody getting back will be huge because that's going to eat into R.J.'s minutes. Um, And you need a three and D guy. You need someone that can shoot it. I I would imagine Luke Goody is that guy. But man, this team is just. Greg says coaching. I mean, yeah, Greg, (laughs) I like Underwood. I like what he's done for the program. I think that he's the guy. And what I mean by the guy is he's returned us to relevancy. Top 25 caliber basketball, and they might not be ranked now, but that's essentially what they are. Where 21 seasons are the norm, and making the tournament is the norm. You know, would I take him over Chris Holtman? Yeah. And Chris Holtman's pretty good. Would I take him over Fran McCaffrey? Yeah. And look at this, guys. This is why I freaking love Ty Rogers. He slaps the ball back on a rebound and creates a second chance for his team. Sincere with the layup. The freshman making plays where sometimes our veterans are like, huh? Mm-hmm. God dang. Awesome stuff from Ty Rodgers. Quickly becoming, as I had hoped he would be, going, uh, going into the season, my favorite freshman. I just love what he does out there. This is Greisel. Aggressive, but Coleman, good stuff down low on defense. No good. Here's Sincere. Baseline. Silly turnover to Tomanaga. Freshman going to freshman. And this is going to be Greisel. The take is up and good, and now it's back to a five-point game. Boy, we're going to go down to it, aren't we? Harris bringing energy, as Alani Brickle says, a silly turnover there. You know, 16 turnovers for Nebraska, 10 for Illinois, so not terrible. But you got to consider Nebraska is not a good defensive team. This second half, though, was really kind of slow to a halt. You got Illinois has scored 21. Nebraska has scored 17. So a low-scoring second half because it's so darn messy. Jaden Epps trying to take it to the basket. He finds Ty. Whoa. a Bodying up right there for the layup. I'm going to love this kid. I'm going to love Ty Rodgers. He has himself single-handedly created four points from the tip. That led to a sincere layup, and then that. Coleman uh, added some pressure down low, a badly missed three from Nebraska. Sincere, calm down, baby. Okay, Illinois will set up here. Ty Rogers helping to calm it down. And <laughs> Illinois with an easy two. That was a weird play. It's like Nebraska just stopped. Did someone get hurt, though? I, I, Tomonaga looks to be hurt, but Illinois up nine, just like that. 15-4 to 4 scoring run, kind of like the uh, Wisconsin game in about the same exact time, right? With the under 10 in, in that game at Kohl Center, you went on a crazy run. Looks like Illinois doing the same here. I need to see what happened here. So Tomonaga, it's like Nebraska thought the play was dead. I'm not really sure, but an easy two for Illinois. Weird. Anyways. Hey, another sponsor of ours, of course, is Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. You can find them uh, by giving them a call, I should say, at 217-841-4728. 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Uh, The ladies are going to be back in action on Thursday at Michigan, 18th-ranked Michigan, so another quality win opportunity for Illinois. They fell out of the top 25, but uh, it was after one loss, right? One loss against Purdue at home, and then they beat Michigan State at home on Sunday to another pretty good crowd. You're starting to see, I don't know, 5,000 people almost going to these games, and it looks like an atmosphere. My sister's taking uh, her kids, a couple nieces, and they they love it, and it's pretty cool to see that they've already kind of built that into something. Wiltshire 3, no good, and now it's time to just close this thing out with 5.15 to go. Boy, is Nebraska bad, and thank God for that on this particular night. Here's your lineup. Sincere, Terrence, Jaden, Coleman, Ty. My guy. Love Ty. Coleman at the free throw line. Pump fake. He's trying to take on Walker. And he tries to, again, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Who the hell knows? Tries a cutesy little pass that gets turned over. (sighs) He was better at the end of last year. He just was. He was more of an impact player at the tail end of last season. And it's Kind of frustrating at this point. Get, he is what he is at this point. God forbid I tweet something and his sister sees it because I get holy hell from her. All right. 63 to 54. Nine point lead for Illinois. And 445 to go. All right. Uh, boy, no matter how this ends, it's not going to feel great. But, you know, Saturday, I think, Jesus Christ. This team, that's another turnover by Sincere. We suck tonight. I mean, we're going to win maybe by double digits, and we just suck tonight. God, I don't want, and guys, if this sounds like I'm being negative, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be, but they are just loony tonight. Something in the water, I don't know what. Now, it will probably be another January win, which Underwood piles those up, no problem. A foul on Illinois, and only there's six, so you could afford that one there. But, slot, yeah, Alana Brickell, sloppy. Sloppy Joe. Illinois, 18 for 29 from two. Pretty good. That is what? Damn near 66%. So let's call it sixty an even 60%. Meanwhile, four from 20, what, from three? Four for 23? Greisel's going the line? I don't know. Was that continuation? What the hell was that? Eight point lead for Illinois. Not completely out of the woods yet. I don't want to go to this under four timeout, only being up five or something like that. Sam Greisel or Greisel, whichever, is playing better than any Illinois player. That's for damn sure. And makes both. So, what is a seven point Illinois lead with 430 to go? Can we, A, not turn it over? And, two, or B,. Not shoot a three. Are we taking bets on that? What are the odds that they don't do either of those things? Here's Terrence Shannon Jr. Getting the pick from Ty. Over to Jaden. Over to Matthew Meyer. Matthew Meyer over to Jaden. We're passing around the perimeter. Dane Danger apparently is not going to play anymore. Here's Jaden Epps. The three is no good. And we're going the other way. But Coleman gets his hands on it. Big steal. With four minutes to go. I swear to God if they shoot yet another three. Why is Dane not in there? I don't I don't know. I, uh, yeah, Greg, you mentioned coaching earlier. I don't I don't know what the heck. Figure it out. It's it's almost February, and this is the sloppiest effort we've seen in what since the Northwestern game, probably. The Indiana game, you just got schooled. Coleman Hawkins three is no good. But thank God for Ty, and he gets fouled. Ty Rogers playing smarter basketball than your veterans. God, the veterans piss me off. They really, I'm sorry they just Piss me off in a way that they shouldn't because what control do I have over this game? Zero zip nada. So that's the fun thing about sports. We get worked up. And for what? I don't know. Why should I get worked up over an Illinois Nebraska basketball game? Good question. Oh my God. Says Brandon, if we weren't on the offensive boards, we'd be down 10 plus. Well, I got to give this team credit. The offensive boards big for them tonight, especially Ty Rogers and uh but yeah good lord all right real quick one more sponsor state farm agent brian hansen online at brianismyguy.com life auto home business renters you name it Brian is my guy, and he could be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com and he'll be back on saturday for the illinois-iowa game as we're trying to wrap this thing up <sighs> okay looking ahead uh, a couple things actually so illinois football and boy, I need to do I need to do a midweek pod or one football centric. But I'm gonna let a few more things play out, and then we'll kind of do a state of the program thing. But two more um, two more assistants announced, including the return of Thad Ward, running back coach. So Liddyville is back, and I, I like that. I mean, the guy was probably the best recruiter under Lovie Smith, and. It'll be interesting to see if there are competing hashtags with Liddyville and family, though in the introductory tweet for him, it just said hashtag family. And then, uh, God, YouTube feed, can you help me out? <laughs> because there is the uh, new outside linebackers coach from Arizona whose name escapes me right now, and my internet completely sucks. Craig Bu- Craig Bunnell. if you guys know the name or can spell it for me, much appreciated. Regardless, NFL pedigree, makes sense that he's making the jump because... Arizona will like we have a new coaching staff, but this is someone that has had some success with outside linebackers at Arizona. I, I need to ask Lon because he would have a pretty good idea. So your staff is intact now, and I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I feel really good about the defensive staff for sure. And this season, you know, I was texting with Trevor and Isaac about it. This season to me is just very money. Charlie Bowen, thank you. God, why did I have a... Yeah, you know what name I was thinking of for some reason Bobo was Mark Brunel, the quarterback, and I know it wasn't him for sure because he's an assistant for the Detroit Lions, which I saw in Hard Knocks. But yes, Charlie Bowen, or Bolin, excuse me, and he has some Iowa ties and things like that. So, well, 3.34 to go, everybody. And... Sorry, we have an interesting situation at work, so occasionally I'm getting these... Uh, mail notifications and boy someday at work 63 to 56 334 to go Ty going to the line for one it's up it's, it's good he made it my guy I love Ty love him okay can he make a second boy is the confidence brimming in him now he's just playing so tough can he make a second come on baby Second free throw up for Ty. It is no good. But oh man, it almost bounces right back to him. It was like it was intentional. Eight point lead for Illinois with 330 to go. And now it's just get a couple more stops and you should be good. All right, this is gonna be three from Tominaga. It is up, it is no good. No foul either. Illinois with the ball with 320 to go. And Alani Brickroll says, ask, have you got your jersey yet? Um, not yet. And I'm, I was at game day getting a couple shirts, including this one. I like the sort of old school, more of a, you know, University of Illinois. It's got the whole seal of the university thing. So I got that going. I got also the new cursive Illini football font, which has not really been widely available. They got a new shirt at game day that I got for that one, too, because I just adore that new font. I love if this is the rebrand for Illini football, I'm in. Uh, Caleb, if you can check, whatever your preferred method was, I did send payment request out, so whether that's PayPal or Venmo. Uh, I got a few more that are still out there. I sent them out yesterday, though, uh, or maybe Zell. So those are the three options. Whichever one you requested, it will be in one of those three. All right, Jaden Epps misses his first free throw. Not a good half for him, but he does make the second. And it is 65 to 65-56 with 3.08 to go. Here's Greisel. Looking for Wilcher. And Wilcher going to take it to the lane. He is trying to body his way in there. No good. Rebound for Coleman. And boy. Thank God we're playing Nebraska tonight. 65 to 56 with 250 to go. Ty over to Jaden. A little pressure up top here from Nebraska. Illinois just trying to run some clock here. Oh my God. Terrence a little bit too high for Ty Rogers. It's just. Why? Would have been great, sure, but but why? (laughs) Bobo says, wearing my 2022 Big Ten Championship shirt. I got my fourth and Kirby one, Bobo, and uh, yeah, I occasionally wear it. I mean, it's fun to commemorate Big Ten titles, and for me, it's honestly not – I don't need that this year. It's amazing, and I I was talking with this about Brian – or talking to Brian about this, excuse me, and I don't know if we said it on the pod or not, but I asked him if – The pressure has been lifted because they won that Big Ten title last year, and he said absolutely. So I know that some of you listening probably feel the same way, that the frustrations with this team in a weird way are almost like kind of funny. And last year, the frustrations were, oh, don't blow it. You got to win the Big Ten title, and they did. And we all know in our heart of hearts that they basically won two in a row, but that goes without saying. And cool. Thanks, Bobo. Got that. And Caleb, I got that too, so I appreciate that. And we're going to be shipping shirts out on by Friday. By Friday. So I got them the I got the box right in front of me. I got the shipping uh little bags. I'm going to go to the post office, get the postage and all that. And, you know, give them. If you don't get them within a week, shoot me an email. We'll we'll get it figured out. But they will be mailed out by Friday. And I do have some extras too. So if I become too much of a merchandise hawk just tell me to shut up and quit being such a such a damn capitalist but no I do appreciate you guys listening watching um supporting the pod and and we're growing man it's a lot of uh, a lot of fun to be whether it be at State Farm Center or Memorial Stadium or even in Tampa and running into listeners and to me you know I was I had this interview with a former student of mine who's over at uni now and he wanted to ask me about my career and how i became a teacher but he also asked me about radio and podcasting and being in a band and he asked me about podcasting he went and looked at reviews and he saw some of the negative reviews and he said does that bother you and i said it used to cuz i would get things on the radio and the text line and they would you know not they would cut deep and they would bother me even if i pretended that they didn't But I said, honestly, good reviews, bad reviews, the thing that makes it really fun is meeting people that listen to your podcast because I know what I would be like if I met some of my favorite podcasters. I'd say, hey, thanks for the content. It'd be cool to meet the voice behind it, and I always feel like I get to know that podcaster or that broadcaster, right? So I appreciate you guys and and for all the support that you give the podcast, and that is Carp being uh, Mr. Positive on tonight, where Illinois will probably still win by double digits. 125 to go. Chance of to break here. We're going to call a kickball. It'll go the other way. Of course, the ref's got to blow the whistle so we don't get a dunk on the other end. Damn them! Big Tota, yes. Tailgates. And by the way, yeah, I I think I was starting to say this, but I'll set up a tailgate for the spring game as long as timing and the day allows it. It will be in April sometime. And we'll try to do something fun for that. But, you know, hey, football tailgate's going forward. You'll easily spot the flag. And would love to say hi to anybody, but God, I can't wait for football. <laughs> I mean, I think they're going to be pretty good again, and it's nice to go into an off season thinking, oh yeah, I think we'll make a bowl. I mean, I know there's some areas of concern with that team, but I'm feeling pretty good about where this football program is. All right, we're coming up on the minute left here. Coleman over to Jaden. Jaden and the lane. He's going to find Matthew Meyer. The three, and we finally make our first three of the half, seventy to fifty six. Well, what do you know, guys? Will Illinois cover? Now those in Vegas, it was a 14-and-a-half-point spread, and now we're sweating. Nebraska misses a three. Coleman with the board. Illinois, unless they take a shot clock violation, will have to get one more shot up. It is amazing how Vegas does this. Terrence Shannon Jr., we got some pressure defense from Nebraska. And Ty Rogers, Illinois is up by 16 as Ty Rogers... Asserting himself. Love the kid. Now, will Nebraska cover the three from Grisel? It is up. It is no good. Holy crap. Illinois just covered. Unless something stupid happens. I stand by everything I said earlier. There was too much stupidity for too long in that game. Okay? I'm glad to be looking a little foolish because Illinois still won by 16. But I think the reason it was a little frustrating is because we've seen those lulls and those valleys from this team before. But then we see that when they're on, they're really damn good. So the dance continues. The mystery, the enigma that is the 2023 Illini basketball team continues. And so does the roller coaster. And hopefully provides you some entertainment or catharsis for when things aren't going well. And that game right there, just kind of like the Wisconsin game, was kind of a summation of what this team does. They will make you pull your hair out, and then they'll make you say, whoa, that's pretty good. But the encouraging thing to me Ty Rogers, that's the long-term. TJ says, Final Four, baby. <laughs> and Big Tota, I'll check that email. Appreciate it. Uh, but long-term, Jaden, Ty, Sincere, you love it. Luke Goody, you love it. RJ, I don't know. Then you got some good guys coming in. You'll go out and supplement in the portal. Dane Danger, which, by the way, I don't know why he didn't play more in the second half. I hope he's okay. Um, but you, you got enough to build on. You got a healthy program And I think it speaks to the health of the program that we can get worked up about a midweek game against Nebraska like this. I'm trying to silver lining this after getting frustrated that we can find the frustrations in a game where it doesn't really mean a lot, but you just didn't want to lose it because why? NCAA tournament seeding. Not, oh, we're on the bubble and we need to win this game, which was so often the case the decade before. No, now we are firmly an NCAA tournament team each and every single year, as it should be. And we're just asking for a little more consistency, right? We can nitpick a little bit. And I guess that is the sign that you are um, in a much better spot than before. So on that positive note, and what was an up and down podcast where we had some fun, we had some laughs, and I got a little ticked off. The team is now 7-4 and a chance if Northwestern, no, if Iowa beats Northwestern, then all of a sudden you are firmly in the top four in the Big Ten. And this sets up a game against Iowa on Saturday, which I think Illinois actually has a good shot of winning. I think they're just better on the road, but anywho, we'll be back Saturday. Brian Hansen will be with us. Excited to pod with him again. And uh, YouTube uh, viewers, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the folks that got a t-shirt and I got more if you would like it. I appreciate all the listeners at home. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Fanboy Carp. You can follow us, the show, on Twitter at The 200 Level. And you can always rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. That's always much appreciated. Of course, our sponsors, please help them out, DP Doe. Delicious calzones delivered anywhere in Champaign-Urbana at dpdo.com. Dogtown Heating Air and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Give them a call at 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating Air and Plumbing, your home's best friend. And finally, State Farm Major Brian Hansen, my guy, who will be here on Saturday. That's brianismyguy.com. All right, everybody. In the meantime, stay warm, take care, and we will see you Saturday afternoon for a battle, and the only battle of the season, against the Hawkeyes. Take care, everybody. It is the 200 level.